0: So I'm gonna
1: start just recording uh, this episode of Cast episode 33. Isaac has left. He said there's some spooky noises going on. So I'm I'm just recording my end. He's got a headlamp on. Is the power out? Is that what it is? Uh, It's very like spooky. I'm I'm spooked genuinely. Uh, He can't hear me right now, so this is just my recording. He says sorry. He's going to look outside. It seems like someone is knocking on his door or on the side of his house. Uh so this is this is like an extra spooky. It's not Halloween, but we didn't do a Halloween episode, so maybe this is it. Uh, I'm just going to stop recording at this point. Isaac has gone to see what's uh what haunts are out and about. So maybe this is a cold open. It's a spooky. <laughs> You're listening to Catch a the podcast where, believe it or not, we do not discuss condiments. Uh, speaking of spooky things, uh I just you you were in the woods for the last week, um, during what I would consider one of the spookiest weeks I've lived through in a while. Uh, so I wanted to tell you about my my experience last week. Just for for the listeners to identify what week I'm speaking about, uh, it, it's November fourteenth. So last week was the week of the U.S. presidential election. Uh, so I'm gonna tell you about my week last week, my experience, and I'd love to hear, you know, what what your experience was like during the spookiest week. Uh, so of course, you know, election kind of big stakes. I don't I don't want to get too political on this podcast. I was not rooting for Donald J. Trump to get reelected personally. And obviously, because of the pandemic, there was a lot of voting by mail. Uh, that all had to be counted, and not every state allowed counting before Election Day. So a lot of the counting began on Election Day, which meant uh, at the end of the night on Election Day, there was no winner announced. And actually, that was my first day at work. So all day at work, I was like you know, trying not to think about the election, trying not to stress out. I got home and I decided I'm not gonna watch the news. I'm not gonna go on news websites. I'm just gonna put on some good old fashioned British sci-fi time travel television, not sponsored, um, and just I'll I'll relax. I'll have a glass of wine. uh, And then I stayed true to half of that. I did just watch TV for a while, but I was checking Twitter for updates uh, pretty regularly. And then I went to bed. Uh, And the next morning woke up. My phone said, no no Victor announced, here's where the electoral votes stand. And I said, all right, I got to go to work, so I shouldn't stress about this. So I go to work. And throughout the day, uh, you know, I, I checked the phone, my phone to see what time it was to make sure, you know, we were staying on schedule. And if I had a little extra free time, I'd pull up CNN's website, check the electoral vote map, and, and sort of keep track of that. Uh, and, it, you know, it didn't really go anywhere. Uh, got home had some more wine, tried to relax, kept checking the maps, kept checking Twitter, seeing what states were where, and then I went to bed. And this began a pattern that continued until the winner was announced. Every night, when I was asleep, I would have dreams, just regular dreams, normal dreams, having a, you know, out with friends, having coffee, which is just a dream at this point, uh, playing, playing a game, you know, board games or something, having a good time, and then every single night, maybe two-thirds of the way through the dream, someone in the dream would mention something about voting or voting for something or just, like, mention the word vote, and I would wake up in, like, this cold sweat, my heart pounding. And, like, these dreams had nothing to do with voting, but I just would have these voting stress dreams every single night. And then I'd go to work, and I would check the results, check the results, check the results. I've never spent so much time, like, Googling the word Nevada. I never expected that would be something I'd do. Uh, And then... Finally, a couple of days later, parents came out to see how the new apartment was going. and We were just sitting having some coffee together in my living room. And my dad's phone goes off and says, oh, Biden predicted presidential election winner. And it was like just a huge weight was lifted. It was a beautiful sunny day. We went down to this park on Lake Ontario, got food, sat at this picnic table and just had a lovely time. But it was like just the craziest, like narrow minded week of just checking results, having election stress streams, trying to distract myself, and then checking results again. So that was my week, uh, being on the grid. You had no access to the outside world, uh, which I'm very jealous of. I'd love to hear your experience of of this trying time.
0: You're right. I was in the woods for it. I didn't uh, find out until last Tuesday um, what had happened. Uh, And only barely, I mean i didn't really hear the whole spiel just that you know uh biden had been elected so um yeah it was kind of nerve-wracking to some extent going to work on tuesday uh on election tuesday knowing like wow world's going to be different when i come out and um i've experienced a few similar times like that where re-entry is kind of hard on a on a life change or on like a world changing stage like that um but, I don't know, this one in particular seemed seemed more so since, you know, I got to vote and, like, every, you know, it's it's a big deal. Oh, there's that noise again. But I also know that... Uh, okay. Spooky noise again.
1: This is genuinely nerve-wracking.
0: It, yeah, for sure. Well... All right
1: Isaac has just picked up a hatchet so I think I'll just
0: keep that right there.
1: I think <laughs> it's maybe be a very exciting episode. Uh, I'll edit out all the sounds of you cutting this intruder to death.
0: Um, <laughs> anyways uh, yeah and and I know the results probably weren't gonna come out Tuesday night anyways um, you know, so I was, I was pretty safe on Tuesday, you know. Knowing it probably wasn't gonna happen, and then um but the rest of the the week we have some support people come in and and visit us people from the outside world, so to say and uh and there's a chance that they could find out and tell me secretly um my my coworkers this week had their their cell phones that worked. mine doesn't work where where I am, but theirs does, so there's a possibility that they could see it on their phone or get a text from somebody and uh, let it slip so uh, I was pretty careful to tell everybody that I didn't really want to know are you hearing spooky noises now?
1: I think I have a mouse somewhere in my apartment because I hear spooky like, crinkling sounds in my trash bag all the time this is spooky this is, I might find some royalty free spooky music and just drop it in in these, in these spooky segments that I'm sure will continue
0: Uh, what was I going to say? Wow, spookiness really throws me off track, but here we are. Um, uh, oh, so I was careful to tell everybody that I didn't really want to know, and that it would only distract me from my work, and um, it was just better to to deal with it when I had the time to deal with it when I got home. So that's how it went. Um, and then got back to, to our base at um, Tuesday night from the woods, you know, tired and uh, soggy from some cold rain. And, uh, you know, hanging around doing some paperwork, people were talking about their week and, um, yeah. So it was just like, Hey, you know, there's still some States undecided, but it's really looking like it's going to be Biden. And, um, I wasn't super shocked. I mean, I wouldn't have been shocked either way. I knew it was going to be close, but, yeah. um, yeah, it was just interesting to, to, to like, yeah, to, to not be aware of it. But I don't know when, when did it finally get decided? So to say.
1: It was, like, Saturday at 11 a.m.-ish, maybe a little bit later, but it was, like, early, early, you know, pre-noon. But, I mean, literally, they would they, they would call states, and the states would be... So
0: I was, like, three or four days off. I was, like, three or four days off the mark. I mean,
1: honestly, I think you're better off just finding out when it's over because I was, like, some of the states, Georgia and Nevada, were maybe, like, a 3,000-vote difference between Trump and Biden for the majority of the time, and just watching, like, that, that margin...
0: She was not healthy, probably,
1: but like a good American adult, I obsessed over.
0: Well, Georgia's still still undecided, right? I mean, it, it's not that it really very much at this point, probably but... going to go
1: to Biden, but they're recounting because um, the Trump campaign has demanded in like fourteen states. Most of them, most of the states have said no. Maybe not. They said no to the recount, but like a lot of the lawsuits have failed. But Georgia just said because it was so close, they're going to do it, which is fair it doesn't really matter I mean Pennsylvania Pennsylvania won it for him that was because that's when they called Pennsylvania was when he officially was announced or not announced but called to be the winner because Pennsylvania has got like 20 electoral Mm -hmm. votes which is such like I've I've done the American voting system in school so many times
0: that seems like a lot for Pennsylvania
1: population I guess you know just there's the cities are pretty dense
0: oh no Did did I lose you again? have you lost me?
1: I I hope not. No, I can hear you. I didn't touch anything.
0: Oh. I don't know. It's- it's weird, spooky technical difficulties and weird, uh, yeah. Weird, spooky sounds. I don't know.
1: Well, yesterday was Friday the 13th. Oh, no. So maybe this is, you know, we- we didn't do our Halloween episode and it- yesterday was Friday the 13th. Like, this is just everything coming together. We
0: didn't appease the gods on- on Halloween enough, so they're getting us back now.
1: Should've sacrificed some more pumpkins.
0: Yeah. Well, what did you do for Halloween? I...
1: I was invited to go to like a, a bonfire sort of thing in someone's driveway and like hand out candy. Nice. And that sounded pretty fun, but it was only my first week being in town and I was still like trying to figure out how to live in an apartment and like be a person. So I just decided I'd have my like a quiet night and yeah. make some food and watch a movie or something. So I ended up... Uh, I hadn't seen Parasite. Ooh. The the best picture winner this year and I figured like it's sort of a suspenseful film that'll be my Halloween movie because I don't like horror movies because I'm a wimp uh and I think they're kind of predictable. Some aren't there's some really good horror movies out there, but I thought Parasite's sort of a nice medium between like spooky watching you handle that axe as is <laughs> <laughs> a little unnerving.
0: Well, I have it sitting uh... next to me and and I haven't looked at the edge in a while, and I haven't sharpened it in a while, so I'm just like seeing how how sharp it is right now. Now that I have it I have it out next to me, so yeah, interesting. It could it could use a sharpening, but anyways, go ahead. Parasite. I I've seen the movie. It's a really good movie. It's a great movie.
1: I somehow I hadn't had any. Well, I've had like what what the title meant. I've had that spoiled for me because it's hard, you know, to talk about film and not sort of be steeped in it. But I didn't know the, the beats of the story. I really enjoyed it. Yeah uh you've talked about it on the podcast before so we don't need to, to delve too much into it i think i recommended but, it to you like during the the opening segment we not like the first third of the movie you did uh the first third of the movie where they're like getting each other jobs and sort of like doing that bit i was just like having a great time it was, you know laughing having a great time and then the second half of the movie happened and it was like
0: oh yeah it gets worse but and worse good night what about you um, I hung out here, and...
1: Worse and worse, and then it just doesn't get better. The ending's kind of hopeful.
0: A little bit hopeful. Yeah, it, it definitely... Yeah, goes downhill pretty pretty quick. But, um... It definitely has some pretty heavy Quentin Tarantino vibes, like we were talking about, with the with the blood and gore and, and gratuitous violence. Um, mm-hmm. But anyways...
1: Yeah, I was shocked by how sudden the violence was. Yeah, but anyway...
0: Yeah. Um, I hung out here, and, um... Uh, yeah, I had a friend come over, and uh, we hung out, made some fancy mixed drinks, and watched a movie of our own, and um, that was pretty cool. We uh, we watched... Um, what did you end up watching? We watched uh, this movie on Netflix called The Devil All Around. Have you seen it?
1: I've heard of it. I haven't seen it.
0: It's definitely as equally as dark and kind of spooky, like... M- yeah, it was a good Halloween Halloween movie um, very uh, very intense, very dark, many deaths and uh, and murders and it, it takes place in small town um, Kentucky and Ohio and uh, yeah and in between the nineteen forties through uh, the nineteen sixties like follows two generations of or three generations really of a family and, like, all these intertwined um, intertwined violences that happen. Really great. I, I definitely suggest it. I, I know it's based on a book. I haven't read the book, but I'm sure that's really good, too. But, um, yeah, that's that's on the next up to watch list. And if you subscribe to that big red, uh, you know, streaming service, you can you can watch it there. Not the green one, but the red one. Would it be really cheesy if
1: I recommended another movie if we just keep doing this
0: yeah we we'll just keep leapfrogging each other
1: <laughs> i so I'm, I'm in a new apartment as yeah. you know and i'm trying to like establish routines and like activities for myself because it is just me here and i don't really go anywhere besides work and aldi occasionally <laughs> not sponsored it's just cheaper than wegman's Fair. uh they don't sell alcohol at aldi though which is kind of a bummer uh anyway um, so I one of my, the the routines I'm trying to get myself into is every Saturday night I watch a movie I've never seen before. Nice. Because like I'm a film person, but there's a like wild amount of genuinely like classic films I've never seen, uh, which I'm sort of embarrassed about. So this is sort of my way to check them off. So last week I watched it's a it's a Hulu original, the big the the big green streaming service uh, called Palm Springs. Okay. It's uh, Andy Samberg stars in it. It's about. It's sort of it's it's Groundhog Day essentially, but one of the characters has already been trapped in the loop for an indefinite amount of time, uh, so he's been repeating the same day for. He he's lost track, uh, and one day he's followed. There's like a, a magical cave that causes the, the loop to happen, and he accidentally brings someone through it. So now she's in this, this loop too, and she, she's trying to get out, and they they fall in love, and it's 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 very sweet. It's very funny. Uh, a little bit of sci-fi. Um, very silly. It's very silly humor, which I enjoy. Not too serious. Uh, but that's, that's my third movie wreck of the podcast in the last five minutes. We're killing it.
0: Very good, very good. Yeah. Movie, movies to watch. I feel like that's what everybody's into nowadays, though, is watching movies. Like, I don't know. That, that, that's, uh... Alright, we're all home. Yeah. It's a good thing, good thing to get yourself into, I suppose. Um... What was i going to talk about besides the the spooky movie um i don't know halloween yeah i didn't hand out any candy for halloween the um my neighbors downstairs kind of took care of that and um was trying to be pretty careful with covid stuff and i don't really have a good like porch or like Mm -hmm. a good like setup to to do a candy shoot or whatever non-touch candy just chuck it out the window yeah just drop it on children's heads as they walk by um so i i kind of felt like you know they're getting something out of the house from the lady downstairs so you know it's probably all right um and i I don't honestly really think that many that many folks stop by the house to get candy like i live in suburbia but i don't know if like maybe it was just covid or maybe it was like something else but I don't think there was a whole lot of people rolling by, so I don't feel super guilty about not participating too much. I bought
1: candy. I wasn't sure, (laughs) because I live in an apartment complex, so like I wasn't sure if kids would like come and knock on every door in in each building or what, so I I bought some just in case, uh, and no one showed, which means I've just been eating candy uh, way more than I normally do, which is kind of fun. Yeah, me too. Come home from work, have a kick-out or something. (laughs) But yeah, I didn't have any trick-or-treaters either, which I'm sure COVID was... Probably the main reason.
0: Yeah, I definitely bought candy and then promptly ate most of it before the night was through. So that, you know, that went well. Well, that's the thought that counts. It didn't go to waste. What's your favorite Halloween candy?
1: It sort of it it wavers. I think, I think I've settled on either Twix or Kit Kat, depending on my mood. Mm.
0: Yeah, for sure, for sure. Those are my top two as well.
1: but there's also there's so much candy. I like I want to I want to try Reese's Pieces, but I can't because oh, I right. die. Um, yeah. Which is very sad, because everyone talks about how great they are, and how great they are in s'mores, and, and Snickers, you know, you, they, they change your whole personality. If you're grumpy, you eat Snickers, <laughs> and you turn into a happy boy. They're magical. Uh, but, but I can't do that. If I'm grumpy, I just gotta drink water and hope for the best, like, like a chump.
0: Oh, uh, that's funny. I fr- yeah, that uh, peanuts are an essential ingredient in a lot of candies, now that I think about it. And
1: so many things. Like, like I'm living a half-life.
0: You ever had Pad Thai? Like, with a peanut sauce? No, probably not no
1: no I haven't that's really good <laughs> yeah yeah there's so many
0: like like little things like peanut
1: oil like I have to make sure stuff is like fried in, in like a, an oil that's not gonna sure. kill me or or like if I go to the, I was gonna say if I go to a party when I used to do when, when parties existed and, and were like not a horrible thing to go to you know if there were baked goods I'd have to have like a friend who wasn't allergic to peanuts be like hey go try that cookie. See what's in it. Yeah. And they'd go and they'd eat the cookie and they'd report back if I could eat it or not. Uh, Now, obviously there have been times in my life where maybe having a a cookie taster around all the time would have been good. (laughs) Uh, But that's okay. I lived. That's the important thing.
0: When did you have a peanut butter cookie? Oh, you were telling me about this at, at school, right?
1: Yeah. Right before COVID happened, I almost died because I ate a peanut butter cookie. Or I ate half of a peanut butter cookie, realized there were peanuts in it, but didn't, don't know what to do with it, so I ate the rest of it, because I'm smart.
0: <laughs>
1: but it's okay. It's okay, I lived, I almost didn't, I did go into <laughs> in anaphylaxis, but it's fine. It's fine.
0: So, you had to take an EpiPen for that, right? Mm-hmm. Or no, just Benadryl? Two.
1: They gave, they gave me two doses, two doses of epinephrine.
0: Two EpiPens? Oh nice so yeah. we've got epipens at work in the one. same situation yeah Oh great so we got two Epi- we got epipens at work for the same type of situation if, if somebody finds out they're allergic to something and um, we just got delivered a new batch of them because you have to buy them pretty frequently because they expire and the old ones had that like blue like cap that you like pulled off and then pull off and then you know slammed into something. And I got handed this, this new one and I was kind of like, it's a live one. It's a real one. And I was like kind of fiddling with it and like, oh, these are cool. This is new and like slick and a little smaller. (laughs) And there's no, there's no blue cap anymore. It's like a blue twist thing and you twist it and then it's live and then you, you punch yourself with it and i'd like started to twist it a little bit no oh and then, no <laughs> the person that our our medical officer the person that handed it to me was like no 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 <laughs> they don't work that way anymore like don't play around with it like that they'll go off a lot easier than the other ones um so i was like oh that that's good to know if i'm going to have to hold on to this thing for for the week so that was that was kind of hilarious of like oh great i almost put an epipen pen through my thumb that would have been a fun time but i i didn't and then um have you ever had to administer epinephrine i have not no i've practiced it a lot and like for my woofer classes and stuff we we always talk about it so um it's something i'm pretty familiar with but no i've never had to administer a live one
1: i haven't either just receive
0: <laughs> great and it's
1: really awkward because you have to, they have to like get to your leg right so you have to like take your pants off and like you're actively swelling up and can't breathe but you're trying to like undo your belt so they can save your life and it's it's just it'll
0: go through your jeans
1: yeah but i was they asked me to like
0: it'll go through your jeans if you have it they just, they I mean, just... it's probably better to not yeah. like risk it breaking or something but
1: also they were nice jeans Isaac. like the fancy target stuff can't mess around with those
0: no, and then you don't want to get blood on your pants, and then you right, like, have then to explain that. Right, that. because that, you know,
1: like, that takes you know. forever to get out, and and you have to scrub it, and it's just not worth
0: it. Not worth it. There's a hole in your pants now from the needle. Like, it's not good.
1: you're cold. You're walking out. You know, you forget that's your your peanut pants, and you put them on in the dead of winter, and you walk outside, like, oh, this specific region of my thigh is really cold. Why <laughs> is that the case? And it's because there's a little hole you forgot about. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's
1: rough. It's a rough world out there.
0: Yeah. Always take your pants off before you... It, Get stabbed with an EpiPen.
1: Good life lesson. Or when you get stabbed in general, you know you don't you don't. They'll feel worse about stabbing. If you get stabbed by someone, they'll feel worse if you're not wearing pants, because then it's just like, then it's embarrassing for everyone.
0: Yeah, I mean one of my one of my field instructors for school would talk about um going poop in the woods with where you take your whole pants off. And then you know if a bear comes up to you while you're while you're doing your do. Um, your pants are off and you can just run right. and you don't you don't die with your pants around your ankles. And you might be able to get away that way. And I thought that was really entertaining. And um and a a, a way that I have adopted in the woods, um just take take all of it off and then go. And then um and then you know be ready to to run. Be ready to not die with your your pants around your ankles. So, that's yeah, something to think about. That's a good for those that go poo in the woods often <laughs>
1: i'm just like picturing being in that situation you know you're most the most vulnerable you're ever going to be and having a bear come along and just <laughs> what that would do psychologically like you're armed with a trowel if so a bear if
0: walks into a restaurant
1: better not be walking to a restaurant anymore is it wearing a mask is it bearing a mask
0: uh, it is wearing a mask, and it and it walks up to the the waiter, and and the waiter asks, "Well, what would you like for for dinner, Mr. Bear, or Mrs. Bear, or um, whoever Bear?" It's very calm uh, waiter. And yeah, of course, but but the 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 bear says, "I would like, I would like spaghetti and meatballs." And the waiter says, why the big paws? And the bear says, because I'm a bear.
1: I think that's the second time you've told that joke on this podcast.
0: It's your favorite, really? it's your favorite <laughs> joke, isn't it? That's my only joke. Yeah, that's my only clean joke.
1: I've heard the Metacrid one. That's pretty clean, too.
0: Oh, that's a great one. I, uh, I forgot about that one, to be honest. I feel like now, now you've got to tell
1: it. Now that I've said oh, it. I, think I should you, tell you gotta, that one more uh, often. I think you should tell it right now. The listeners of Cast, have never heard the man story.
0: Oh, God. I don't even know if I can remember. That's like a 25-minute joke.
1: We'll save that. I haven't
0: told that one in years. I don't think I've told that one since I left high school, to be honest with you.
1: I guess that was a while ago, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, I mean, that was a few years ago. (laughs) I
1: forget that we're, like, Um, actual adults sometimes, and that high school was genuinely quite a while ago. I mean, like I said,
0: I don't believe that... um... I mean, I do believe in adulthood, and I think it's important to recognize. But I think the lack of like, um, what's it called, rites of passage in today's society means that there's really no like true mark of adulthood in some ways. Um, and I just want to keep that youthful spirit, you know. I don't want to 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 grow old and have a midlife crisis, but uh, it might happen. I
1: think it probably will happen, unfortunately. Well, those days are far away.
0: No, definitely. Definitely. Far away days. But, yeah. I, I, I'd like to think that my midlife is, is far away from now. But, um, yeah. I don't know if I could tell that joke right now, even if I had to. Well, then we'll. If you, like, forced me to do it. We'll tease think... it.
1: You I'll, you can prepare, and, and in a couple episodes, maybe, you will you can break it out. So, this is a sneak peek at a future episode of Catchpur Cast. The, yeah. The story of, of metacrin's. And... I have to
0: practice. Like I said, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not in. I'm not in practice anymore. I haven't like told that joke in so long that I think the suspense is really important too. That's a joke that takes a long time to tell, and I think if we were just to to whip it out right now, the suspense wouldn't wouldn't, wouldn't be, be as, as strong as if we tell it in a few episodes.
1: Let listeners really build build up anticipation. And then I can the like you know
0: practice it in the mirror and stuff, and and really get it down.
1: <laughs> you used to like, when we'd have like bonfires with friends, just like non non work non job friends you'd break that out sometimes <laughs> and you'd take volunteers from our group of friends to act out this joke and, and you know going into any more detail may spoil the goof but just something about the image of us just casually hanging out but doing a camp skit/joke for fun anyway really really entertains me
0: yeah those were some really sweet times i remember that that's that's super fun yeah that is super fun yeah, man. I haven't thought about that in a long time. I haven't either. That I, I don't know how that joke escaped my mind, but, but I don't but either because that was your
1: joke. You would tell that all the time.
0: I know. And now the bear joke is my joke, but but um, I, the 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 Metocrine one is a good one as well. I'll have to re-add that back to my repertoire.
1: Break it out at your next dinner party in two years.
0: <laughs> my next Zoom meeting. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys,
1: I know we're talking about procedures here, but listen i got to tell you a story. <laughs> it's important.
0: <laughs>
1: Can I get some volunteers, please?
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, that would be fun.
1: Uh, speaking of, I'm, I'm looking at the list of, of stuff that I've so you, had. To, well, you go first. Mine's just a stupid thing. So what were you going to ask?
0: No, mine's a stupid thing, too, which is pretty much all this podcast That's really true. is. That but is just, just a, you know when you order something... Um, you like buy something on the internet and you have it shipped here to your, to your house and you're like waiting for it like Christmas. Mm-hmm. And you keep on like checking the tracking number and like you know like just looking out your window seeing if the package is there and like oh like it's too late it probably won't get delivered today. That's that's like how I'm feeling right now. I'm wait I'm waiting on Christmas right now and it's making me kind of weird. And then tomorrow's Sunday so it's not going to come tomorrow like you know it's just that that's that's the vibe I've got going on in my head, besides the spooky noises. But um, has, is is that something you experience all the time? Uh, not. Or are you like waiting cool as a cucumber, like it'll come when it'll come?
1: I, I often, as soon as I place an order, will wait for the confirmation email and then immediately put in that tracking number, even though it hasn't shipped yet. <laughs> FedEx would be like, we haven't received your order yet, yeah. it's like, but I just put it in, uh, and then every day until it comes, I check, and I check, and I check, when, when I uh, was moving, I placed an order to get the like, internet modem shipped to my apartment, and I was trying to time the shipping nice. so it would arrive the day I moved in, uh, and it was sort of touch and go, like would it arrive early, would it arrive late, and I was like,
0: oh,
1: I don't know, then it arrived while we were on the way, so it worked out okay. But I'm very familiar with that feeling. Do you order something that you're waiting for? Is that what prompted this?
0: I did. I ordered a new backpack, which is a big purchase for me. And I won't sponsor the company yet until I have experience with what I really, you know, I I don't want to shill out this product if it's not super great. But I'm pretty confident it's going to be a good purchase and um, did a lot of research on it. And I need a new big backpack for winter which is already here, as it turns out, Um, because there's snow on the ground today, but, um, so, yeah, I, I, you know, dropped some big coin on a new backpack, and realizing that, you know, um, I'm a professional now, I live out of that backpack half the year, so I might as well, you know, make it something that's going to last and is high quality and stuff, so I'm super stoked for it, but I'm kind of anxious, I, like, wanted to get here already and, like, yeah, So, thinking about Christmas,
1: that's coming up fast. I, you know, twenty twenty has been the longest year ever, uh, longest decade ever. (laughs) Uh, Even though the new decade, according to you, doesn't start till next year, but I think given the state of twenty twenty, I think we should call this its own decade. Um, But like every, you know, the months (laughs) in like March to June, I feel like was just one amorphous blob of just like timeless waiting and then you know you moved i went up to camp for the summer and I, that was at least for me being a camp was its own timeless amorphous blob of just existence and now it's november but it's already halfway through november so i feel like 2020 didn't happen like i can't believe we're already on the tail end of it but at the same time i feel like we've been in this year for a million lifetimes and it's very confusing
0: Yeah, it is kind of weird to, like, feel like, okay, fall is pretty much over with, like, it's now winter, I feel like I've been where I've been at now for, like, two seasons, like, most of summer, or, like, a good part of summer, and then Mm -hmm. through fall, and it's, like, just kind of weird to be like, whoa, like, this, I'm, I, I feel settled now, like, it seems like the first changing of seasons in a new place is, like, oh, this is new, and, like, not the place I've been before. But it's still kind of that adventurous thing. Uh, Like, the journey continues. And then, like, the third change of seasons, like, coming into winter now, it's like, okay, this is where I'm going to be for a bit. I think winter brings its own, like, feeling of that, of, like, settling in, you know, getting cozier. Like, yeah, winter is like when you you bed down for the cold. Um, So I'm kind of feeling that in some ways of, like, Wow, I've I've been here a long time, which I really haven't been here a long time. But um, starting to think of it I mean, that way,
1: it's a fair amount of time. End of June, you moved, right?
0: Yeah, I think I I had moved into here August though. I was kind of living oh. out of my car doing the the adventurous right. thing for a month there, but. Um, yeah, I think my first month in here was August.
1: Now it's November, halfway through November.
0: I know it's crazy, halfway through November. I saw a tweet the other day.
1: March is four months away, apparently, according to this tweet I saw, and that really messed with me. Really? Well, November, December, well, December, January, February, March. Hmm. So it's coming. I feel like you know, March like was one the start of all this whole thing. It's, yeah. Yeah. And that's that's just mind blowing to me because it feels like it hasn't been that long, but it also feels like it's always been. If that makes sense.
0: Yeah, in some ways it is that new normal feeling of, like, life never existed before this. (laughs) This is all there ever is. You know, like, you watch a, a movie and you see people, like, gathering closely without face masks on and you're like, that's not how life is anymore. You can't do that. Or, like, you get, like, weirded out by watching a TV show and it's like, whoa, 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 you guys are way too close and you get that, like, anxiety and it's like, wait, that was filmed, like, four years ago. That doesn't matter at all.
1: I've started... And I don't know if you've experienced this too, but when I like think back to old memories and and just you know experiences that I've had, some of these old memories I've like superimposed a mask onto people's faces, just like in my brain without meaning to, but that's just how I feel like ingrained it's become. Is, you know, it, I do remember these things with masks now, and that's wild.
0: That is kind of weird. Yeah, I wonder what that like does. I don't know. I I was thinking of this the other day when I was grocery shopping and. Like, you can't see people's facial expressions at all, which is weird. Like, without facial expressions, like, what are you... I, I don't know. You can see, like, their eyes, which I guess says a lot. But um, I just wonder how grumpy people think I am <laughs> underneath my mask when I'm really, like, smiling or just, like, am, am cool. I don't know. Uh, Something to think about, I guess. Like, what are we losing when it comes to facial expressions? And, like, is there going to be a whole generation of kids that grow up without... Learning that because they grew up with masks on, I don't know. Things to think about, I guess.
1: This is a really good segue into one of the points I wrote down for us to talk about. Sure. I started a new job uh, last last week, two weeks yeah. ago now. I started a new job uh, working with kids and, and sort of a daycare kind of thing. And we all have to wear masks, you know, makes sense. We're all inside for most of the day, which means... I've only ever seen my coworkers with masks on, mostly. There's been a couple times when we've been outside and, like, have been able to Whoa. social distance. And, uh, but this means I've met, like, six new people. because It's a pretty small program, but I've met, like, six new people who I have never met before, and I don't know what they look like. Like, at all. <laughs> uh, and we had a, a meeting the other Which night. Which you probably know them by meeting. their mask. Uh, like, I know yeah. them by their mask. I know them by sort of their eyes. We had a Zoom meeting the other night, and no one was wearing masks because so it was a Zoom meeting, it was like you know, in like a, a fantasy movie or a sci fi movie when one of the characters like it's they've been this sort of hulking figure in a like a suit of armor or a spacesuit for for the duration of the, the movie so far, and then they take off their helmet and it's like oh they're a that's a person it's not just a a hulking figure, and it's this big moment. It's like there's the close up this this helmet makes like the un unhinging sound it comes off and they're like hey, and it's like they shoot it a certain way and I can picture it I can't put into words because I'm a filmmaker. Um, but that's what it felt like to see all these people with their masks off, like this revelation. Oh, my God, that's the shape of your chin. That's, you know, that's what it looks like when you smile. It's, it's, it's just very bizarre that these are these people I've known for two weeks and have seen their faces once.
0: Strange. Well, and then where I live, nobody wears a mask. So.
1: <laughs> oh, well, that's, that's not great.
0: I mean, like, when, when we're supposed to and, like, all at work and everything, we're, we're very careful. But um, out in public, less, less and less people are. I mean, I think more people are taking it seriously now. But uh, oh, good. anyways, good. Good. That, good. that's a whole other political thing to get into, which I don't really want to. But, um, yeah, We've that's interesting. That, that, is, um, that is interesting when you, like, finally see somebody for the first time. Like see their fa- or like seeing somebody without glasses. It's kind of that same right. thing of like the whole different. Whoa, your face looks weird, and there's like something missing. Oh.
1: In during the Zoom meeting, I was, this might be dumb, but I was like holding up my phone to cover up the lower half of people's faces, being like, "Oh, that's that's right, that's you. That's not you. That's you. That's not you." Because I, you know, you only know this part of their face, their their nose and or the bridge of their nose and up. Or like, you know, seeing pictures of them you know, recommended on Facebook or whatever, like, is that you? Let me check. Let me just hold this over your face. Oh, yep, that's you. And it's just this weird, like, new... That's funny. ...new form of socializing.
0: Yeah. Ah, oh, who who dinged me? I got I got dung. So oh, we have no. a work phone. Um, well, I don't have a work phone with me, but w- when I'm at work, I've got a work phone. And it's, it's like, an important thing. It's, like, taken really seriously, and, and there's a lot of responsibility that comes with handling the phone, you know, you'll get like emergency calls on it. And, um, anyways, nobody's supposed to have the number, uh, to, to the work phone. Like it's, it's a serious thing. And, um, and three times this week I was in charge of handling the phone three times this week. I got a phone call. Um, and like, if, if somebody calls you out of the blue at my job, it's important that you pick up an answer right, quickly. It, be, it could be something important. Yeah. Um, and, and, uh, and so I I pick up and then it's somebody asking if my um, my warranty on my car needs uh, fixed or something and it's she like really standing. spam on like on this you're pulling me away phone. from something very important right now thinking that it's a crisis and uh, it's some some robot telling me about my car insurance so yeah that I think that was kind of funny just just rolling off my that my phone dinged but um, yeah. It must be weird
1: for you getting all these dings from your phone. This is this is a new experience for you.
0: It is. This smartphone is ruining my life, I think. I yep. need to go back to a dumb phone. Um I, I, I don't think I could have made this move without a smartphone though. Mm-hmm. Um it's just convenient for, for navigation and for um all sorts of things that um isn't as handy on a on a laptop, but yeah, it I don't know. Now that I live a stationary life, I'd like to go or a a settled life. I'd like to go back to to having a dumb phone and um not being so distracted, but uh I don't know. It's what it is. It's interesting living a settled
1: life um you know, in college and 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 you know, all of school up till the end of college. Every bit of free time I feel like is marked with the sort of constant back of your head reminder, like oh, you've probably got work you need to do. You've probably got this paper you should be planning out. You've probably got this assignment or this reading. You know, even even on weekends, you know, you've got homework. And at least for me, this is the first time in my life when I, like, work and and home life are completely different. There's no crossover, so I can just, I can make cookies if I want without feeling guilty or sit and play video games for four hours or whatever and just relax in my home without any other things to worry about. And it's just a very new... I like it. It's a good feeling. But it's not a feeling I've ever experienced before. And, and you've you know, you've know got more... Well, I don't know, but you've got more time off in a row than I do. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you find yourself sort of with work in the back of your head nagging you or do you feel like you can unwind and... and let it be separate.
0: No, I find things nagging me, which is maybe something I need to work on. Um, there's always, like, another bill to pay or, like, another, like, thing that needs fixing or, like, something with the car that you got to worry about or, like, there's always, like, something that's that needs to be done to improve your life and – um, or, like, shopping for a new backpack or, like, I don't know. So, yeah, I can settle in. And, like, yesterday I did, like, four hours of reading a book, which, like, I don't think I've ever sat down in my life and read a book straight for four hours. Like, that was pretty awesome. Um, But, yeah, I see that... uh, No, I never, like, seem to complete all the things I need to complete in my time off. And, like, I'm surviving. I'm paying all the bills. I'm doing everything I can. And, like, yeah, life is great. Um, But there always seems to be something that's, like... You know, just around the corner that needs to get done. Um, I also come back from work and need to repair a bunch of gear, or fix a zipper on a rain jacket, or I don't know, waterproof my boots again or something. There's like, there's always this sense of always getting ready for the next time in the woods. I guess Um, that's true. Which I really enjoy. I, I, I love, I love that. I love fixing gear and laying out all my stuff and drying it and fixing it and and you know choosing which clothes i want to take out next and stuff so yeah it is a bit of a nagging life but i think there's a good balance i've I've had too much time on my hands sometimes during my off weeks and just been like wow i need to get out of the house and do something um so yeah uh, both i guess <laughs> i don't know
1: fair enough i get yeah my my going to work consists of walking to work and coming back. There's no like gear. So I guess I I've, I've got that distinction where I don't really have to fix anything except for my broken heart when these children are mean to me. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> That's okay though. It's fun, I can I live it's a twenty minute walk from my house my apartment to where I work. So I get, you know, a good mile mile in there, mile in back every day. It's a nice, pretty walk. It's not super busy except for one intersection, so I'm pretty lucky for that. Mm-hmm. I'm not going out in the woods to work every day. I'm going to sit in a classroom with children, but it's still pretty cool.
0: Yeah, that is good. I don't know. I feel like um my job doesn't allow me to have as rigid of a um like a workout schedule like I had it at at school. Um, I had things down like knowing exactly like which days of the week I I was going to do what type of workout and that's kind of thrown off by my work schedule is kind of weird that way um but this week I I I feel pretty sore today and that feels pretty good and um I got a good workout here in at the house and then went for a run today um a workout yesterday run today so like yeah feeling feeling pretty good about my physical fitness but uh, definitely not as structured as it used to be. Mm-hmm. But then again, I've got a job that keeps me outside and right living out of a backpack. So like, you know, that there's only so much that, that can happen, you know, that, that can go wrong. Um, I do need to, to gain some, some insulation though, before the winter, I, I need to become a bear and, and fill out a little bit more. Um, cause I'm finding that I get cold really easily. Um, and that's a problem, <laughs> especially yeah. with the really yeah, cold weather coming coming up here soon. So, yeah, you're up, you're um, up north. I don't know. It I guess you can never be too There's always something you can change about your body, I suppose. But
1: That's a horrible message to put out to the internet. You're never perfect. No, I mean I mean, you, I mean you can always change. No, I know. I'm just I'm just teasing.
0: I I'm saying that like like uh don't fret about it too much cuz there's always going to be something that you want to change don't like focus on it because yeah there's probably always something you can improve about your body or that you want to improve by your, about your body but like i don't know it you're always going to be chasing that so don't chase it i don't know whatever yeah
1: very motivational i'm gonna go check on this mouse real quick see if i can catch it this time
0: the spooky noises going on in his house great um Actually, part of the reason I'm I'm getting a new backpack is because of a mouse or a squirrel. I think probably more likely a squirrel. Um, I had some food in my backpack, which is a silly decision, rookie to, mistake, to have. But um, you know, and they chewed a hole right through it, and um, you know it didn't weaken the structural integrity at all. But you had a hole uh, in your but, backpack. You know. Oh, you heard that? Are your headphones wireless right now? Yeah. Is that what's going on? Yes, yeah, splitters on the fancy Bluetooth. I see no cords. Yeah, Bluetooth. Hmm. I see. My, I was yeah. gonna turn what my head all the way around.
1: Yeah, it's. I could. I could like walk you into the bathroom and still <laughs> hear you. I'm just like an owl. I. So I haven't found actual like nothing's been chewed through in any of my food. Like nothing's. There's no signs that the mice are eating anything, but I hear like rustling in my trash can sometimes. And today I was clearing off the top of my fridge and I found what I'm pretty sure are, are mouse poops all over the top of the fridge. So I don't know if I just have a mouse that like hangs out and, and cooks its own food, but it's not eating mine. And I'm wondering if I could like-
0: Get a, get a good old trap. Get a ratatouille thing going on. Oh, okay. Got a famous chef in your house.
1: I could get a trap. I don't want to deal with the- it if, if it's- I don't know. I spent all my time in the mountains dealing with dead mice. I don't really want to do that in my own home now. But a trap's better than the, the bucket traps.
0: But, like, it's better than them dying in the walls.
1: That's true. Not my not my wall. Well, they probably make me pay for it, actually. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> it's weird. All this, like, because um, cause I live, you know, it's it's a complex, so there's, like, an overarching company that owns it, and it's not just one landlord. And, like, all these different correspondences, I have to, like, talk to corporate about something, or it's, it's or like... You know, we're installing window new windows in your apartments. Here's a thing taped to your door, and, you, you know, there's hundreds of apartments in this complex, so we'll get to you eventually. I don't know, it's, it's interesting, these new, like, things to keep track of.
0: Yeah, for sure. That's what I mean. There's always something to change about your living situation or a bill to keep track of or, like, fix or something. So, like, yeah. But, um, anyways, we used to deal with mice where I worked for the summer by putting a, um... A peanut butter jar like 20 feet away from the cabin and then seeing all the mice run to it and then just sitting on the porch with a BB gun and just picking them off as they got to the peanut butter (laughs) jar I don't know not super ethical but uh, it's what you got to do I suppose it's what you got to do our big
1: revelation with taking care of mice this summer at my camp was we we had a bunch of like these gallon buckets three gallon buckets like a big big plastic buckets and you'd pour like a coffee pot with water in them. And then you would string a can across the top, like with a wire, you'd have a a beer can or something, and you'd put sun butter on the beer can. So the mice would come and they'd be like, ah, sun butter, a treat. Uh, And they'd probably rub their little paws together. And they'd you know crawl across to the the can, go to get the sun butter, and then they would spin. They'd fall into the bucket, into the water, and they'd drown. Uh, And every day we'd go empty these buckets, and sometimes you get like six or seven mice just floating in these buckets and you just have to dump them so maybe a little more ethical than, than taking them out yeah. one by one with a bb gun but traumatizing to like dump <laughs> wet mice out at your feet like try not to get any mouse guts See, in and then you can just to, like just...
0: sweep them up with the broom and and chuck them into the woods instead of with your method where you have to like pour the rancid bucket out you know and then you get them fresh right because you like kill them right away
1: right. they don't sit and exude a lot of mouse talk on this podcast lately
0: (laughs) that's that's what our life is consisting of i suppose it was definitely a squirrel though that got into my backpack um not a mouse uh the teeth marks were a little big for that and um i think the mice wouldn't have been able to chew through the the fabric so yeah lesson learned i guess i don't know um, I gotta sleep with my food. That's, that's what I'm figuring out. Which you're not supposed to do in bear country. Um. Yeah. Cause then the bear's gonna come investigate you. And you'll um, have your pants and on and want to be a whole thing. your food. And then, yeah, and then, you know, you'll get out of your sleeping bag naked and then the bear's gonna claw your face off to get to your candy bar or something. Um, so we'll see what I do. Um, I definitely don't want the same thing happening to my new backpack. Uh, so I gotta figure something out. Um. But uh, that was a little project today, was to sew up the little, little hole in the, the food bag that the, um, the mouse got into, so uh, that was good, and um, not like good that it happened, but good to practice my sewing skills. I need to go buy a sewing kit, I, I thought about
1: you, I've got a bunch of shirts with holes in them, and I thought, ah, I could sew them, but I don't <laughs> have a sewing kit. Isaac <laughs> does though, but he's in Wisconsin, so that's not super helpful.
0: I mean, here's the thing. My so, I got some weather this week when I was out in the woods. We got some freezing cold rain, and um, I go to don my rain jacket, a really nice rain jacket, um, Gore-Tex. Like you know, I spent some good money on this because I I want it to protect me. Um, this is a couple of years ago though, and the the zipper was broken on it. The main zipper didn't work. Um, it's a problem that's like been happening and you can like pinch the zippers closed with a pair of pliers and kind of like do things to help it work um but this time I couldn't I couldn't fix it in the field there was like nothing I could do um and this freezing cold rain is just like soaking my body and making me all wet and cold and it's like a really bad situation um but I was kind of frustrated because this like really expensive jacket like one piece goes bad and now like it's useless Yeah, I hate that that sucks um and I was thinking like oh I could like send it back to the company and like get maybe get a refund and like see if they can repair it and all this and like but that would take like weeks and I wouldn't have it for my next trip and I don't know I don't want to deal with that so I was like uh, this can't be too hard like I can fix a zipper sure let's do it um so I go down to my local craft store and buy a zipper repair kit and find the size of zipper that I need um and you know, it was kind of an expensive zipper repair kit. It was like fifteen dollars for all the pieces that I needed, um, which I thought was like kind of expensive. But when it fixes a jacket that costs like two hundred dollars, like right, you know, a fifteen dollar fix to a yeah. two hundred dollar item to keep it working is like definitely worth it. Absolutely. Instead of buying a new one, or instead of paying forty dollars in shipping to get it back and and fixed and stuff. Um, So that was a kind of satisfying little repair to do. Um, And it's, like, nice to know that I can do that and, like, know how to, like, take off the end piece of the zipper so you can slide off the zipper pull thing and then put the new zipper pull thing on and then crimp the, the thing shut. And, like, I don't know. It was like, wow, that's a new skill that I have that just saved me... Not only saved me a bunch of money, but also, like, I don't know. Now I have the skill to to do that the next time a zipper breaks. So um that was a skill I kinda learned this week and and worked on was some zipper repair. Yeah. Anyways, that's that's my life right now. <laughs> Useful
1: skill to have. I, I started to mention it earlier. Um this summer, you know, as as staff do, we just came up with weird questions to ask each other to, you know, stay entertained and also to sort of judge each other. And there were a couple that, that came up pretty regularly that I, you know, I learned all my coworkers' answers to these questions, but I, w- I was curious what you thought. So the first one is uh, if you were to eat mac and cheese, uh, specifically like Kraft mac and cheese, something you'd make in a box, which I'm sure you're above at this point.
0: That's uh, I what I had for dinner tonight, actually. Oh, I haven't had dinner
1: yet, so you're doing better than me. <laughs> Uh, and it's it's earlier for you too, so you're you're way on top of it. But if you're eating a bowl of craft mac and cheese, would you eat it with a spoon or a fork?
0: Tonight I ate it with a fork. That's that's what I did. But I also like it thicker. And I also like the noodles um a little al dente. I don't like it super soupy. I like and I added extra cheese to it. I added some fancy as, Wisconsin as you should. grown cheese so it's like cheesier and gooier um, and a little thicker so yeah that which requires a, a fork
1: I respect it I'm a spoon guy myself you got to mix it with a spoon <laughs> might as well keep using the spoon uh but you know but you can mix it with a fork? That what was, are you
0: talking about yeah
1: but you know I've already I've just I've always eaten it with a spoon and it's hard to break that habit but th- that was when we, like, <laughs> people got up in arms about like People were arguing and yelling at each other about their, and you their can mac poke the little noodles through the end of the fork <laughs> that's that, you've you never can bring done your that? food at that point yeah, i have uh, when I was a child, oh come I'm on. An adult now
0: it's the f- let's see i have a new no- i have one noodle left in the thing
1: all right, please demonstrate the like that noodle. beautiful see? beautiful
0: anyways um. Oh, I played this fun game at work this week with my coworkers. workers um, You have to categorize everything in the universe by either a soup or a sandwich. There is, no, there is no other choice. Either soup or sandwich. That is it. And then somebody would bring up a topic and be like, the Earth as a planet, is it a soup or a sandwich? And then you just spend the rest of the day debating it.
1: What's your take on it? Earth super sandwich.
0: I'm gonna say it's a sandwich because if you could hold the Earth in your hand, you could bite into it, and and it would. That's how you would consume it. So it's a sandwich.
1: I would say it's more of a stew. Which is a soup. Because it's you know you've got your water base, you've got you know. Because of the molten core. Molten core, you've got a nice heat source. You've got all the oceans, which make up most of the planet, and then you've got you know you got, got some stuff floating in it, as you would a stew. So I'm I'm gonna say soup. Mm, I don't know because I was gonna make the argument the sandwich because the ice caps the ice caps are floating But you
0: could hold it you can hold you can you can scoop soup up, too Right, but like the gravity keeps it all in, you know
1: Agree to disagree.
0: Okay, I mean that's what the game's all about and then and then you pick a topic and then we debate it
1: Are you are you defining a sandwich as something you can pick up and bite into is that your definition of a sandwich? Because I feel like, more importantly, the definition of sandwich is something is between two items.
0: Um, It's whatever you decide your definition of sandwich is. I think
1: you can't just decide what a word means. Words have meanings, inherently. Well, that's... That,
0: that, no, words have no meaning. Well, no, not inherently,
1: but we've assigned meanings to words. You can't just make up a new one.
0: <laughs> I mean, it, in that case, is like this water bottle, which has, you know, has layers. It's, you know, a bottle, and then water, and then you know, plastic in between, is that a sandwich then?
1: Yes. And the water is a soup.
0: No, 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 it can, it can either be one thing or the other. It can't be both no, at the same bottle, time.
1: the bottle is a sandwich. The object
0: as a whole must be one thing, including the water?
1: The water is the toppings. Toppings. I don't know if that's, the contents might be a better word. You don't top a sandwich, you put stuff in a sandwich. I
0: don't know, what about a bread bowl? this is one of my favorite ones
1: (laughs) fuck you know in like in sci-fi movies when there's like a super powerful computer and they outsmart it by like giving it an impossible situation and it like (laughs) self-destructs because it can't compute that's how I feel right now about this bread bowl situation
0: (laughs) I was gonna say, why the big pause?
1: Because I'm a bear. Oh man, this sucks. Anyways,
0: a fun game. Sa- I'm gonna say
1: sandwich for bread bowl.
0: Um, I'm gonna say sandwich because it's bread
1: <laughs> with soup in it, though.
0: All right, we'll see what our listeners have to say.
1: Yeah, please write in. <laughs> uh, you've got you've got the link in the description to send an audio message in and tell us what you think. Uh, you can also I'm. So one of these I'm going to set up like a ketchup cast email where people can email us their thoughts on, on what we discuss, you know, whether it's a soup or a sandwich or spoon or fork or whatever. My last question for you, Isaac, this was another one that came up a lot at work. We were just specifically, I remember the inception. We were sitting outside the boathouse waiting for people to show up so we could go to our jobs. And my buddy turns to me and says, hey, then, how many three-year-olds do you think you could take in a fight? How many three-year-olds could you take in a fight, Isaac? before you were overpowered
0: um uh, that's like the the duck-sized horse or the or a, a hundred or horse duck-sized size, horses or yeah, some, one horse-sized duck that's like the same question there almost. yeah but
1: but you can you can visualize three-year-olds i can't i mean i can visualize a, a horse-sized duck too i don't want to but you, you know the power level of a three-year-old. Um, you don't know how strong a horse-sized duck is.
0: That's <laughs> that's true. I know how strong a horse is, and I know how strong a duck is. You know how
1: strong a duck is? You've seen it You've seen it at the gym? Would, would a horse's strength be hindered because it's got feathers instead of beautiful, beautiful hooves?
0: Um, no, I don't think it would be hindered at all. I, I don't know if the muscle structure would be the same. I don't know. I think horses are like one of the... the the like most muscular pound for pound animals. That's my guess.
1: Now a, a a duck-sized horse I feel like wouldn't be much of a threat.
0: Yeah, but a hundred of them.
1: I think that that comes back to the 3-year-old argument. I think the this I, I think you're right, they are the same question. <laughs> I think you could I could take 3-year-olds, five. You know, you can you can you can fend them off. I think when you have more than three or four they can like grab your legs and hold on. That's going to hinder you. But I think if there's less than five, I can keep them away with with fists. Why are and they stuff. after me? I think it doesn't matter. It's why? Why are the Why are the horses the size of ducks?
0: Why are they actively trying to hurt me?
1: Because you took their, Paw Patrol. I don't know.
0: I don't know if I'd, I. I don't know if I'd fight even one of them. They're. They're. That sounds like a great way to go to prison.
1: They're there to kill you. It's it's your life or theirs. <laughs> they're crazed. Well, uh, I, they, they can't be stopped. Um, you you have to, humanity. He, your humanity's last hope. It's take these three year olds down, or humanity dies.
0: Well, aren't these three year olds part of humanity?
1: No, they're they're. Um... Aren't they
0: the same like, like?
1: No, because there was there, there was a scientific accident, and they their, their DNA changed. I don't know why are the horses the size of ducks, Isaac.
0: Well, a, a scientific accident. The <laughs> they 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 um. They both fell into to Doctor Doofenshmirtz's uh, shrink ray, and then they got. Um, Shri- uh, you know they they shrink, swapped shrink, one. shrink ray inator.
1: It's it, if you're gonna reference Doctor Doofenshmirtz, it's the shrink ray inator. <laughs> uh, please check your check your facts before you have erroneous <laughs> claims in, in our podcast, please.
0: You're right. You're right. It would be the shrink ray inator. S- sorry, I. I uh... <laughs> Fake fan. Fake fan. I don't know. I wouldn't take any of them. I'd I'd lay down my life before I I. I decided to take on that.
1: You've yeah. doomed humanity. We're extinct now.
0: That's the duck-sized horses. That's fine. Now rain. No it's a matter of time, and I'd rather be involved in it than um than not. I suppose.
1: You'll be remembered as a coward by the Martians who engineered this all, because the scientists were Martians.
0: By the Martians. <laughs> they
1: so they engineered the Martians engineered this whole thing. It's coming to theater. Well, not coming to theaters. Um, coming to home media next spring. Martian horse ducks. I don't know. This got off track.
0: It's all good. Um it is getting choppier to hear you though. I don't know why. And I say choppier while I'm holding an axe made for chopping, but quality pun. Um Uh yeah, I don't know if my internet is like I said, my internet at the beginning of this was a little weird and um it is storming out, but it hasn't cut out yet. Um, I don't know. Anyways, things to 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 ponder I suppose
1: maybe we wrap up in the next couple of minutes you have any other, any other things to ponder?
0: I don't know you got another question for me to uh, epically fail at trying to answer through a yes and format
1: well the last one we really discussed a lot was if you could only use one utensil for the rest of your life uh, what it would be and why and we decided sporks were not an option uh, because a spork is two utensils so between a spoon fork and knife, um, if you can only use one of those for the rest of your life
0: now is a knife, like any knife, or like a butter knife. We didn't. Like if I say if I say spoon, I cannot pick up another knife ever again.
1: Yes. You can only use a spoon the rest of your life. Well,
0: then knife. Obviously. How are you going to eat
1: soup? Well, I guess you could drink soup. How are you going to eat cereal, Isaac?
0: You can drink soup. I can't cut a steak with a spoon. I can't prepare carrots with a fork. You have to have a knife, dude. If you were to drop me on a deserted island... I settled on fork. It would... Why?
1: Because I think a fork... is maybe the least
0: utilitarian.
1: No, because a fork... You can cut with a fork if you're strong enough. (laughs) No. You can.
0: You can't butcher a chicken with a fork.
1: Oh, you abs. Chickens are weak. Are you kidding me? (laughs) You don't need a utensil to kill a chicken at all. All you gotta do is catch it and snap its neck. It's easy.
0: Right, right, but then how are you gonna... Uh... No. A knife.
1: You're gonna carve. You're gonna use your teeth.
0: And then, and then there has to be some where the definition of a knife and a, a hatchet and a, a well, yeah, machete, the, like the
1: definition gets a little fuzzy. Where does
0: that where does that come in? Spoon and fork are clearly defined. I mean, what's the difference between a spoon and a bowl? Is my question. Isn't a bowl just a big spoon that's not on the end of a stick? Or isn't a spoon just a small bowl that you bring to your mouth?
1: Isn't a fork just a bunch of small duller knives?
0: No. Yeah, I a, would argue a it knife is. is meant for cutting and a fork is meant for stabbing. Have
1: you never cut pancakes with a fork?
0: Yeah, but I would argue that's not the intended use of a fork. If you were if you were uh, high, it absolutely is. No, if if you were high and polite society, if you went to finishing school, Ethan, you would know this that you don't cut with your fork. You place your fork next to your knife and you slice very gently. Um, and then you stab the piece of food with your fork and then put it in your mouth. You don't cut things with a fork. Are you a barbarian?
1: Uh, if you'd gone to finishing school, Isaac, you would know. You would know. Had you attended finishing school, you would know we never use the word stab to describe our actions. <laughs> we would use the word puncture.
0: <laughs> so
1: don't don't pull this finishing school hoity-toity shit on me.
0: <laughs> you gently skewer <laughs> the pancake square with... <laughs> With your trident <laughs> and bring it gently trident. to your mouth or fuck it, it's... I'm choosing a
1: trident <laughs> <laughs> this is a weird this is a weird episode
0: <laughs> yeah this is
1: this is one of our weirder ones. I'm into it,
0: yeah, but uh that's not the intended use of a fork.:
1: I think if we're in a situation where we're being forced to choose one utensil for the rest of our lives, the intended usage does not matter. There's no finishing school in this horrible post-apocalyptic wor- world. Uh, you know, Hunger Games 2, where you, <laughs> and when you turn 18, you choose one utensil, and you, you join the Fork Clan or it, the Spoon Clan. Oh, but, but who's this? She's not Spoon or Fork. She's something new. She's the Spork Savior.
0: But it means that you're not using the Fork as a fork, though. It means you're, you're going the, sh- the Spork route. Right, Like the sporks, you know like but you're not using my, this. my argument would be that if you're using a fork like a knife, it is now no longer just a fork. It is a fork and a knife. Why don't you just sharpen that one side and turn it into a knife?
1: Well, that's that's my point. I, the, the argument was presented to me as every everything you eat, every time you would need a tool that would you know utensil, you are using this single one you choose you can make adjustments to it but you are stuck with this one so my argument for fork is you can sharpen it and make a shiv sort of thing you can put something under it and make a spoon well
0: that's the same thing it's with a it's versatile same thing with a a knife you can stab things with a knife and like you know bring them to your mouth in the same fashion you can a fork
1: you can't you can't slip macaroni on the end of a knife
0: I don't know, some spooky noise got in between me and you on that last sentence, but um, whatever it was, you're wrong, and a knife is the ultimate tool to have if you could only choose one of the three utensils.
1: agree to disagree. You just brought a knife to a fork fight. That sounded better in my head.
0: A a knife would win in a fight every time.
1: I'm still on Team Fork.
0: (laughs) It's a terrible choice, but I'll let you make your terrible choice and learn from it.
1: Life is full of choices. Some are good, some are bad. That's for us to decide. I think. I think my choice. There's a lot of versatility. You see some some wisdom in your foolish choice. So I'll respect. You that.
0: hear a spooky noise in the house at at night, and you have to go to your utensil drawer to grab one tool. What do you grab? There's only one tool in your. Okay. Def- okay. Right. But your utensil drawer right now. Definitely not a spoon. You could do some
1: damage with a spoon. <laughs>
0: no. Are you grabbing a fork or are you grabbing a knife? Which one are you going to use to fend off the monster under your bed? A fork? Or the a only
1: knives I have in my utensil drawer are butter knives. I don't know that that. I feel like a fork I could do a little more stabbing with than a butter knife.
0: What you're you're telling me you don't have a a full size chopping hatchet in your utensil drawer that you you know use to to uh, break the pelvis of your enemies when you're <laughs> when you're making dinner? I left it in,
1: uh, in in Buffalo by accident. I meant to pack it and just in all the 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 you know, confusion of getting stuff packed to move, I completely forgot my uh my soup hatchet, so
0: <laughs> fair. Although you can't drink soup with an axe though. That I'll I'll tell you that much.
1: What if you like put it in a jar, right? You've got a jar of soup and you chip at the corner of the jar with the axe, then you can just sort of like keg it out. I'm using keg as a verb in a way I probably shouldn't be, but <laughs>
0: But then you're not drinking it out of the axe, you're drinking it out of the can.
1: You don't, have to drink, you don't have to use the utensil the whole time you eat. You just have to assist in the eating process.
0: Wait, 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 wait. That changes the rules entirely.
1: No, it's, it's the only utensil you're using the rest of your life. You don't ha- I don't have to eat cereal with a utensil. I can reach in that soggy bowl of milk and, and Cheerios and, and <laughs> eat them if I want. I'm choosing to use a spoon. You can choose to use a utensil if you wish. You don't have to. But if you are going to use a utensil, you're limited to that utensil. That's what I'm saying. You're not forced into using it constantly, but you are forced into only having access to that one utensil. We've talked about this for almost 15 minutes now, which is wild.
0: I guess we'll have to leave it there. I don't know. That, that's another question <laughs> to debate. But I'm going to stand firm on my, my knife decision.
1: Fair enough. I'm sticking with the fork. But I respect uh, your, your choice.
0: You know, all all is fair, but when you need s- something that is cut, uh, come to me, and I can get a knife out and do that for you while you're you're smashing away at it with your fork. And
1: when you want to eat mac and cheese, I'll come and and you know put all the the noodles onto each rung and, and hand it to you while you're trying to <laughs> jam a noodle onto the end of your knife. This is how peace begins.
0: Well, that sounds. That sounds like a, uh, about it for me.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if we can, if we can go anywhere from here. I feel like we've reached peak weird for, for this episode.
0: For sure. Well, I'm I'm putting my sharp utensils away now that I don't hear any spooky noises, and um, we'll move on. We'll we'll um we'll wrap this guy up. Yeah.
1: Uh, good luck with the storm and and the spooks. Uh, hopefully, it's nothing to worry about.
0: Yeah, you too. Good luck with your mouse situation. Thank you. Hopefully you make a friend.
1: I hope so too. Or I'll kill one. We'll see.